0: Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident Bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Akragon. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with refreshing Word. lord we thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the blood of jesus thank you for the gift of your son and thank you for the gift of your spirit even the holy spirit thank you Lord for the gift of life Jesus we dip ourselves in the blood of Calvary Heavenly Father by the blood present us right before your presence Holy Ghost reconcile this meeting in heaven together in the Son of God and Father look at your Son and show us tremendous mercies Let the Holy Ghost open the scriptures to us. Teach us the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word bring light. Illuminate our hearts and our minds with the word of God. Let the power of God drive away darkness. Out of the church and out of our lives. Out of our homes. Jesus stand with me this morning. As the Lord God Almighty. Oh, yell me, Lord, as a little child. Jesus, to speak the word of the Father. I pray that, Lord, your name will glorify in this service. In Jesus' name. As we bind every activity of Satan. And every voice that is contrary to your voice. Bind accusations and distractions. Let them wither right in the presence of, of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me seated. I can see that many of us didn't bring anybody to church. Amen. Amen. Well, today I want to talk about John 3, 16. Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but should have everlasting life Now when you hear such words it may not it may sound not real to you probably become more real when you die. They appreciate what it means to have everlasting life and what it means to perish. But I think when you give your life to Jesus the transformation and the power of God, Holy Ghost in you even makes you appreciate have a taste of eternal life. Eternal life is a life that is in the Lord, in God. And it's a life that makes us to live. And when I say live I'm not talking about eating and drinking and living. But I'm talking about the breath of God that is in you. It was when he breathed into us the Holy Spirit that we became alive. And since man died, he lost the Holy Spirit and has been suffocating all his life (gasps) until you become born again. The Holy Ghost gives you life. Now you wonder, what is it about this world that God would so love the world? Because the Bible says in 1 John 5.17 the whole world lied in wickedness. And I think that it's becoming even more wicked than the time when Jesus died. So what is something, anything about this world, wicked world that God should so much loves the world? The Bible even describes a man as an enemy. Bible says in Romans five, ten, that God, when we were enemies, God reconciled us unto Himself by the death of His Son. I wonder who would want to kill His Son just to reconcile Himself with, his, with, his, with an enemy? You wouldn't do that. Are you understand what I'm saying? You would not do that. Hallelujah. So I then what about what, what about this love of God? That he will reconcile enemies by killing his own son. Then the love must be very very deep. That he put his son to death. Now putting him to death he didn't choose him, he didn't, he didn't choose malaria, mosquitoes to bite his son because he can also die of malaria neither did he let his son die from hypertension or die from diabetes because they are all forms of death he could have died from food poison that's not what he chose for him but he decided to choose a death that was a penalty for sin. It's like something bad has happened and the, the has, it's a penalty. The wages of sin is death. So now the wages of sin, now there are different ways of uh, penalty, death by penalty. There is the electric chair. But he didn't choose the electric chair where people are electrocuted. There is a lethal poison where they inject you and then you die. But God didn't choose that for his son. There is even death by hanging. You see, all this is within seconds. If they hang you, you are off. But the the, the, uh, death by penalty that he chose was the death on the cross, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 16 says that he has reconciled both that is Jews and us who were non-Jews in one body, so that now there's no difference between Jews. And us, we are one body. We are all Abraham's children. We have been made Jews, okay, by the cross. So cross, why cross? And that was what Jesus, that was what John, uh, John 16 is about. Cross, the cross, where we pick not not two. You know, there are different kinds of wood. There's a wood that you can take to the carpenter. They will plane it. It looks very smooth and nice. Are you understanding me? Mean? Uh-huh. Even the crosses that we wear, we don't quite recall it, it's been plain and very nice. But I think we shouldn't wear that cross. You should look for an old, ragged cross. Are you understanding? A ragged cross that you put on your desk. That's what will show that Jesus died. On an old Roman ragged cross. So they just look for some wood somewhere and then they stuck and pin him in between heaven and earth as he hung there. Now, the cross is the most cruelest form of execution. I mean, there are different executions. Firing squad, like as a little poison, there's even impalement. Yeah, which uh, Chaka the Zulu used to use. It's impalement, they put a stick on the ground and they they put the stick through your inners. and then you you be convulsing and you die. People have been wicked, though. You see, but that is not what God chose. He chose because the cross is the most cruellest, and it was invented by. And the old world, the people, certain people, they call them barbarians. You see, barbarians, they, they, are, they are also like a tribe. That's why you see Paul mentioned barbarians and Sintians. You see, they are all tribes, like Ghanaians. But this tribe, were barbaric. You know the word barbaric? Barbaric is coming from the word barbarians. They did gruesome things, weak. And one of the things they used to do was to crucify people. You see, and in crucifixion, your your feet is nailed, okay, on a vertical wood like that. So your feet is on it like that. And then they go, go, And then there's the horizontal wood where your hands are nailed. Go, And you are nailed with your bent knee. Is that so that your your foot can go like So, like so that's how... You are like that, and you are like this. You see, there is no support under your foot, so your support is the nail. Can you just imagine the pain that is hold that is holding you? Pain, and then your other support is here. Can you just imagine the pain and the gravity? And your your knees are like that, and your back. The king might, might have suffered. And they, you can be left there for. In fact, they can, you can be there for like for, for three days. Because they want to punish you. So, three days were there, four days before you die. Now when there have been different seasons of um, different empires, at least we know of Nebuchadnezzar. I think it was a Persian, Babylon, and the, it fell and we had a Medo-Persian empire. That also fell, and Alexander the Great came and the Greek Empire. They also captured the whole world. So the whole world was speaking Greek. And then the Romans also came and took over. Before the Roman Empire fell. But when the Romans took over, they also borrowed this crucifixion. So Israel was under the Roman Empire. And the Romans were executing criminals. Thieves. But in the Roman Constitution okay they never crucified romans there is only way they will crucify a roman is when the roman has attempted a coup when we are charged in treason then down there but other than that they don't crucify romans in fact, it was even a crime... They said it was a crime to bind... Or to put a Roman citizen in handcuffs. It was an abomination to, to bind him... To, to, to beat him or to whip him. And when you kill a Roman citizen... It was considered a murder... No matter whatever it is. But they said that... To crucify a Roman citizen there is no word fitting to describe that way because it's such a horrible way to die. So, in 63 BC, there was a Roman senator or parliamentarian called Riberos. Riberos had committed murder and then was in court. And then a lawyer called Cicero was defending him. So in his defense he said the very word crucifixion must not only be removed from the eyes of a Roman citizen. It's like a Roman citizen must not even see it. And must not only be removed from his ears. It's like he should not hear it. But it should be removed from his very thoughts. It's like don't bring crucifixion for a Roman citizen to think that I'll be crucified. No, 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 no. That was why you see Apostle Paul invoking his Roman citizenship in Acts twenty-two, verse twenty-four. Maybe you wonder, so what is this man saying about this Roman citizen? Acts twenty-two. 24. I'm talking about John 3.16, the, 3, the cross. If you want to say John 3.16, it's the cross. If God says, I love you, his love was not that, uh, I'm bringing you I'm bringing you cast. The love is the cross that he presented to us. The cross and his son. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle and bade that he should be examined by scourging that he might know Wherefore they cried against him. They were crying "Look, kill this man! Kill him. Kill him. Kill him. So, when they brought him, you know something, the police have to beat you so that you speak the truth. So, they wanted to beat him so that they they can extract. Why? What have you done? Because you see, I have not done anything. Verse 24, 25. And as they bound him with tongues, they were now binding him. Paul said, to a centurion that stood by is it lawful for you to scourge a man that is Roman and uncondemned 26 when the centurion heard it he went unto the captain's children and said take heed what thou doest for the man is a Roman be careful you are dealing with a Roman citizen I told you that we don't bind Roman citizens it's a crime we don't beat them it's an abomination then how about crucifixion Then they say we don't. there's no way So the Romans saw it as a very so the so thieves, murderers, all kinds of wicked people were supposed to go to the cross. Now the Jews. How did the Jews also view the cross? Deuteronomy 21 22. I'm preaching. Holy Ghost. If a man have committed a sin worthy of death, and he—this God speaking to Moses—and he be put to death, and thou hang him on a tree, twenty-three. His body shall not remain all night upon the tree, but thou shall in any wise bury him that day. For he that is hanged is a curse of God, that the lamb may not be defiled, which the Lord. Yahweh, thy God, had given to thee for inheritance. So, here too, the Jews saw that death by the cross and hanging means that God has cursed you. Amen. God has cursed you. So the Jews also saw it as a very horrible and horrendous Way to die that once you go on the cross, that you are you are under a curse, but God said, I love you, and I am coming to the earth, but he said, I'm coming to the cross. Because of you. That is my love for you. The cross. Jesus. What have you done that you screwed the cross? God sent his son. In exchange. Of you and me. We should have gone there. How many of us have lied before? I'm sure at least more than a hundred times. Since we were born. How many of us have stolen before? At least if your mother's your mother's chicken. You stole chicken. You stole meat. You stole fish. Coins. Eh? How many of us have envied before? Even still uh, if we are struggling with envy. How many of us have quarreled before? E. Hey. How many of us have fornicated before? Is some of you will not raise up your hands. You are, you are, you are lying to. Hey. That is why, you see, when David sinned and slept with Bathsheba He said God In iniquity Did my mother Conceive me I'm bad Anointed man who is saying In iniquity The bad you no. Know, I mean it's from the mother's stomach Mother's womb That's why we don't even teach little children How to lie Yes you are watching even some movie with a child, and you said maybe the two, a man and woman, they are kissing. You said the child will do this because you know it's bad. E. So we were all like Barabbas. Do you know Barabbas? You see, when they brought Barabbas, who was a rapist, he was a murderer, and they said, exchange. Uh, uh, which one would you choose? They say, we like Barabbas. Crucified Jesus was not done anything. We like Barabbas. Ah! Are you people? Are, are, you, are you thinking well? They say, no, we're thinking well. We like Barabbas. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because it was in the courtroom. It was Pilate's court. Do you know why? Because as Pilate sat in the courtroom, God, the judge of heaven and earth, had also sat in his courtroom. And has had conferred all of our sins on his son. So the son stood as a sinner. So when so when and then he had transferred his, the son's righteousness unto Barabbas. Due to Barabbas' name, Barabbas is a Hebrew word, it means Ba Abas. Abba. Abba means father. Ba means son. So son of the father. So here the heavenly father has two sons One is bad One is good But now the good one Has to stand in For the bad one So as he stood there and they looked at Barabbas They saw Barabbas like Jesus Because Jesus had transferred his Righteousness to him and they saw Jesus As Barabbas they say, no, This is Barabbas This is the rapist This is the bad man Go and kill him and here in between thieves the son of god hangs in between thieves and he would not even defend himself and say look you guys you see these two guys they are thieves but me i'm not to me i'm a clean man didn't you see that i preach good things he never defended himself he accepted that he was a thief he was a liar he was a this so that me and you that's the extent of God's love. For God so loved the world. Bless the Holy Spirit. It's a love no human word can describe. He paid the debt he did not owe. I owe the debt I could not pay. I needed someone To wash my sins away And now I sing A brand new song Amazing grace Christ Jesus paid a debt That I could never pay And now I sing A brand new song Amazing grace Jesus be that I could never What a love. What a love. And when he came to the world, the centrality of his vision. Was the cross? The centrality of his vision was not to raise the dead, was not to cleanse the lepers, was not. To, that was not the centrality of his vision. Those are addendums, addaps. Because raising the dead couldn't save the sinner, cleansing lepers couldn't save the sinner. There is only one place. Where the righteous one first, second Corinthians 5 21, for God made him to be sin, God made him to be sin, God made him, second Corinthians five twenty-one. 21, he made him to be sin that the righteousness of God or oh, we might be made. The righteousness of God. Let me tell you, that's the reason why there is no other meeting place between God and man. The only meeting place between God and man is at the cross. You can never meet God any other place. You can't meet Him anywhere. You can only meet Him at the cross. If you want, the, if you want to meet God, you have to meet Him at the cross. That was the centrality of His mission, and He spoke about it. I mean, how can a man who is walking by, and saying that if want to follow me, take up a cross? When they knew that a cross is for thieves. Oh Holy Ghost. And when the liar, Satan comes and takes him in Matthew 4, verse 8 to 10, takes him to the mountain and shows him all the kingdoms of the world. In the moment and said, if you bow to me, I will I'll give you all these nice countries. he said to hell with your nice countries get behind me Satan for us serve only the Lord thy God because Satan wanted to let him move it's a shortcut it's not a human being you want to come and save it's not the world I've come to save I'm giving it to you so I don't like what you gave what you give is death. I will go to the cross and achieve it. When Peter, the one that he would hand over the, the, the church to, he told them that I'm going to Jerusalem, Matthew 16, 21, 23. And I'll be delivered by the chief and the Pharisees and all these people. And they'll kill me. And in the third day, I'll rise again. Peter took him aside and said, blasting Jesus. What do you mean? Immediately, Jesus turned and said, Satan! Because he saw Satan behind him. Satan, get it behind me! A- N-E-S-B. For N-E-S-B, for you do not, you are, you are stumbling about me, you are not setting your mind on God's interests. Cause interest, the cross. You are not setting your mind on this interest. But on men, the interest because men don't like cross. They don't like cross. They don't know what it, it means. That's the centrality. And the centrality of this mission was being propelled by love. Love was the reason. Jesus, the Son of God, was doing that. Hallelujah! I said Hallelujah. Now, why would my, our God got the cross? Philippians two says said that though He was God. Just like the Heavenly Father, just like the Holy Spirit. He taught it not the robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. King James. And put on, on himself the form of a servant. And being fashioned as a man, he was obedient. He humbled himself and was obedient. Unto death, even the death of the cross. As a man, cross. Hallelujah. As a man, cross. If God will make His son to join thieves, murderers, and be slain like a murderer, then sin must be so horrible to this holy God. Our sins must be so horrible to this God. But the love, you see, the other side. The love is so deep for the sinner. The love is so deep. is why we have to receive the one who died for us. He, the cross is the basis of us standing uncondemned. John three eighteen says that he that believes is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the only begotten son of God. God had only one son. They had given two. If you come into this world and you don't receive Jesus, don't meet God as a condemned person. Ephesians 2 3 even even makes it more clearer. He says 2 3. He says that we had our conversation. Among we have our conversation. He talked about unbelievers. In the last of the flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh. When the flesh says, take it. If it's not yours, you fulfill it. When the mind says, do it. You do it. And we're by nature. Or naturally. Children of wrath. As others. So, now we're not part of the others. But those who have not accepted Christ and by nature children of wrath, it doesn't matter where you live, it doesn't matter the mansion that you you occupy it doesn't matter the car that you drive you are a child of wrath and one day, when you close your eyes, you will meet God as a child of wrath never meet God as a child of wrath it's dangerous to meet God as a child of wrath the same God who told his son as he cut as as he, he turned his back on his own son will turn his back on you the same god who sent his own son to hell will send you to hell a meet him as a son of God. And when he sees you, he sees the son in him. The cross still remains the centrality of the gospel. You take away the cross from the middle of of the message, that we don't know what we have, because nothing saves save the cross. Nothing defeats the devil save the cross. the Son of God, who I am, who you are also. Paul said in Romans one sixteen. He said I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God. You want to find the power of God? It's the cross. The power of God to change a thief to change a murderer like Paul who had killed Pastor Stephen the, the crucified Christ. To change an alcoholic advice doesn't work. Most of us, our parents advised didn't work. It's one who made Jesus Christ that we changed. And our parents got surprised that we are changed. Because it's the power of Christ and the salvation. To the Jews first and to the Greek. Because the Greek had conquered the world at times. Everybody spoke Greek. are ashamed but but I'm not ashamed even now some Christians feel ashamed to show, that Christ, are, to show that they are Christians it's a shame you can't you can't show that you are a Christian somewhere don't worry whether, whether they, they accept you or they don't accept you when you say you are a Christian we're all looking for acceptance. Don't worry if they, if they don't accept you, let them take their blood. But walk as a Christian. You see, in those it was shameful because the Jews cannot imagine that their Messiah will die like a thief. What a shame! Could we expecting someone who will come like King David on his. Royal stallion and be driving crew and conquering and here comes somebody who doesn't fight he forgives, he doesn't kill by sword, nothing he's just preaching healing and everything and then he ends up on the cross and you say "Ah, how can a Messiah die under God's curse but what they didn't know is that Galatians 3.13 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law be made a curse for us yes. so there is a the curse of the law anybody who breaks God's law is under a curse so the whole everybody is under a curse he may be a president but he has curses and issues and problems That's what the world is, is. as it is. So that you even a person who is very intellectually bright to be in the realm of affairs and realize that still things don't go well. And you wonder where is the knowledge? You see anybody who is a breaker of God's law is under a curse. So when Jesus died as a he died as a curse for all of us who have broken his law, so that the blessing of Abraham, verse fourteen, will come upon us. So it isn't that oh the Messiah the Messiah died on the cross because we have all broken the curse of the law. We are breaking the law, and the Jews say no, 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 and they persecuted other Jews, including Paul. He was persecuted, fighting. But when he came to realize the truth, he said, I'm not ashamed of this thing. The Greek also were philosophers. We had Aristotle, Socrates, Hippocrates. They had schools, I mean, great philosophers. For them, it is mind work. And when you analyze by your mind, it doesn't make sense that you serve a God who died like a thief. So Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1 17 he said, Christ sent me not to baptize. Christ sent me not to do what? NGO. Christ sent me not to do what? Hospital. Not, not to build schools. Christ sent me not all these are all addendums. Christ sent me not to do any other thing, things that look like para Christianity. Christ sent not to baptize but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of economics or professor. Lest the cross be made of none effect, he said. When I come as a professor and try to use a professor's economics, there will be no effect on your life. Verse 18 For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. It sounds foolish that your God died on the cross, but to us who are saved, it is what the power says the power is the power of God. Hallelujah, Verse, verse 19. Wherefore it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. So God actually destroyed the wisdom of the wise. Wise men, look, people, no booko. Some of you hear a professor of surgery, professor of law, professor of what? aeronautics, economics, they can talk and talk and talk and because they have ideas but God brought all that to nothing as far as saving man was concerned and the prudent those who can predict they can predict, they can look at statistics and say this is what will happen, God brought all that to nothing that's why sometimes people go to school they are very learned. They don't believe God because they think God will come their way and use how they call it, professorial or intellectual way, you know, to rich man. But God swerved everybody to the cross. Oh, clap for Jesus. so you see people you say, oh these small small boys because they are big they are professor these small small boys and everything look whether they are small or they are big they have found the real yeah. verse 20 where is the wise I'm mean, look at here where are the, where, where are the wise look at us here where are the wise where is the scribe where are the debaters of the world? Those who can speak and stand in parliament and they can debate. Where are they? Had not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Verse 21. For after the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. So, if you say, me, I don't believe you are atheists. It's up to you. God, by wisdom, he didn't use his own wisdom to come and save the world. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save that belief. 22. For the Jews require a sign. Jesus, show that you are the Messiah. In not show anything. In fact, when they asked him for a sign, you know what he told them. He said, I'll give you the sign of Jonah the prophet. And as Jonah was in the belly of the will for three days, so the son of man shall also be in the belly of the earth. You see, they didn't even understand. That's the sign. In other words, I'll die, I'll be under the earth for three days, but I'll rise up again. And the Greeks, Seeking for book. Book, book long man. Please believe Jesus, because it's not book long and calculations. 23. But we we preach Christ crucified. We preach Christ crucified. We preach Christ crucified. Unto the girls Unto the houses Unto the fantas Unto the what Ashantis Unto the lattes, and Unto Chinese Anybody you meet Wherever they are coming from Preach Christ crucified Preach Christ crucified Preach Christ crucified Don't preach anything No matter their tribe To the Jews we preach Christ To the Greeks we preach Christ unto Jesus, to the Greek's foolishness, but unto us who are called, that God has called us, Christ is the power. Power of God. And Christ is the wisdom of God. And that's why God so loved the world that those of us who have seen him will send this love. It doesn't make sense, but that's how God has designed it to be. It shouldn't make sense to you. It doesn't make sense because your mind is too small as part of God. If the angels were in awe, like Jesus' hung on the cross, that me and you will not be ashamed to take this gospel to Labadi to take this gospel to Teshi, to assume. in Jesus' name I say in Jesus' name You know every ideology has a a symbol so we know what is origin so ndc symbol ideology symbol is umbrella okay so the sound will not beat you npp is elephant is like we do things by big size also have symbols. The Christian symbol is still the cross. When I see the cross, when I, I see the cross, I see freedom. Mm, grace to grace. That song, hear a song. is a cross for the son of God. now, See, Christian was so much that now they had to hide. So they have to use wisdom. So now they, they stopped using the cross. Now, do you know what they use? Fish. Fish. So, fish now became the symbol of Christianity. Sometimes you see somebody, some some Christians, they have on their car at the back the symbol of the fish. Yes, that's the same Christianity. And fish is the Latin word for fish. Ectis. Ectis means fish in English. So in Latin, so when you say fish, you say ectis. I-C-H-T-H-Y-S. Ectis. the 80's was an acronym it was a combination of words so the I is the Latin word for Jesus it's Jesus I-E-O-S-U Jesus in Latin is called Jesus Then then the C H is Christos, Christ. So I C H. Then the T is Theo, Theophilus, friend of God, Theology, study of God. So Theo means God. So I C H T. The H is Huios. That's the Latin for a son. a white, which is not, but they brought the white, then the last is soter. Soter means savior. Soteria in Greek means salvation. But in Latin, soter means savior. So it was Jesus Christ, son of God, savior. That's the excess. So that's how that they need to survive. So if I see you and I draw fish, I'm so one of you. A Christian because it was so shameful and the perscu how can you serve a god who died died like a thief? Then arrest persecution they should deny God and all those things. It was very difficult to serve God but they serve God they preach God, I'm not ashamed that is why if you are sitting here and we are in Accra, nobody is persecuting us from preaching Christ Then nobody is putting in a lion's den to preach Christ nobody is burned at the stake people suffered at the stake because of Christ, they put them by a wood and they said deny Christ, don't preach Christ then they said who will preach Christ they tie them and they burned them alive into lion's den. People are put in the prison. Paul was killed by Emperor Nero. He beheaded him. And we are free. That is why in the day of judgment those people do look at us and they say shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on your generation. Shame. When we were persecuted, we say carry the cross and preach the cross. You are not being persecuted. And look at how you have become. You can't speak. You can't even publicly open your voice and say that you are a Christian. You can't tell the world. And the world is changing the world and making the world more corrupt and Christians are quiet. recently I started posting some things I, mean, I tried to write some, some something some criticism on, on, on Facebook I was there they sent me a message that it's hate speech, I'm talking about it's a hate speech, I said it's not how can it be hate speech and if I don't have so blocked block them, I'll block me but I'm so I'm so I'm still writing what I'm writing, there's nothing hatred. I'm not. I'm not, not hatred. Yes. If I'm talking about humility, I'm talking about you need a voice in your life to guide you to heaven. Is it hate speech? You see. But we, our judgment. Look, Jesus. Jesus said, "Look, the 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 men of Nineveh will rise up." and condemn this generation because when Jonah came to preach they repented and he said the queen of Sheba the south she will also rise up again and condemn this generation because she came all the way from Ethiopia to Israel to hear the wisdom of Solomon and say greater than Solomon is here so in the day of judgment there will be condemnations not from God but condemnations from others who look at your generation and say shame unto you won't preach won't say anything if you understand what Jesus went through his feelings son of God who didn't want anything 226, but says seven. Look at him. And he took it then the two sons every day. And began to be sorrowful and heavy. For who? you and me to 38. Then said he unto them, You know, he put Eight behind and two only three because you see when a big man has one feeling, he cannot talk to anybody. Now, for the first time, Jesus was not telling the disciples that look, my soul is exactly sorrowful on to death. To the point that as he prayed, he started sweating blood. You see, as a doctor, I understand. The physiology of sweating. Yes, I can explain to you. I must be explaining something to the shepherds about malaria. How, why, 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 you feel cold when you have malaria. You have fever, and when you take paracetamol, and you you start sweating. Yes. But to sweat and to blood, the anguish. Even told the father, "Father, if it is possible, take this card from me." Because if God, God can do anything. No. God, He can do anything. God, He could have forgiven all of us. You see, but if He had forgiven all of us, there would have been no legal basis to stand on against Satan and say, "Look at the blood. Shut up. Look at the blood. The blood that bought me is this blood. You don't, you no more have any claim." It's never let your will be done. for the heavenly father hmm. I mean if you find your your own only son who is hanging on the cross condemned dirty sin uh, uh, lies are on him uh, uh, fornication adultery arm robbery everything is upon him and then all diseases are upon him he is looking that he has cancer he has this and all that hey human beings can even spit on him Phew. Son of God is being spat upon. Matthew twenty-seven, verse forty-five. I'm just about closing. I'm talking about John three, sixteen. Matthew twenty-seven, verse forty-five. Look at Jesus. Now, by the 6th hour, there was darkness. Even the sun could not, the sun said, no, 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 it's too much. The sun, the sun said, it is too much. I can't look at my crater. Then off, zoom. 46. And about 3 p.m. The ninth hour is 3 p.m. because the Jews they start counting from six. Twelve is the sixth hour. Ninth hour, three p.m. dot dot. Do, 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 do. He cried. Eli. Eli. Lama Sabakatani. You see, he didn't speak English. That's what they wrote this word, not in English. Too. Because sometimes it's when you are in pain. Have you heard a white man say "Ajay" before? Because "Ajay" is not uh, it's not English. "Ajay" is tree or gun. "Ajay" is uh-huh. it's when something is pain you. You are forced to speak your local language. So Jesus now had to speak his local language. "Eli, Eli, Lama And notice say. And say. said so that when Antrim was going to deliver I think their second child or something in, in Geneva or something and then they asked her that she was speaking as her so that she was speaking French he said no 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 you are not in labor because if you're in labor you don't speak French don't speak French but I said why have you forsaken you know, Jesus was used to seeing the father. Suddenly, the screen went off. Do you know what it means for Jesus and the father? That suddenly the screen is off. No father, nothing to be left alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Father could have turned his back on, on the son. He can't look at him. rejoiner had a vision and God showed him when Jesus was on the cross. In fact, he said he fainted. He was, your angels carried him into a room and there was a red stone, blue stone and a green stone. And when he touched the green stone, he saw life. So beautiful, like life, everything And they became alive. And when he touched the blue stone, I don't know what I don't know what exactly what happened. But when he touched the red stone, he saw that he was looking at Gethsemane and Calvary. He said he he collapsed. And then he saw the father. When the father saw the son, he turned it up. I said, The father was trembling. And as he trembled, the earth started shaking. That's why we see the the earth shook. It was the father's trembling. Trembling. Look, the love is deep. Love is so deep. But you have to go to that feeling. The Holy Ghost... Let's do what the Holy Ghost's feelings. As he was in the sun, the sun was dying. Matthew 27 verse 50. I'm closing. You see, I'm talking about these feelings that we understand the love. Matthew 27 verse 50. 50, and when Jesus cried again with a loud voice, he yielded up or he gave up the ghost. That ghost was the Holy Ghost. Suddenly, the Holy Ghost departed. Do you know what it means for the Holy Ghost to depart? It means that now you had no life with God. Because the body without the spirit is dead so now no life with god that was why you were sent to hell because the reason why when you die you go to heaven is because when you give your life to christ the holy ghost comes to live in you you have the life of god in your spirit so when you die and the body goes down into the grave the spirit man carries the life of god and appears before god with the life of god but those who die without christ appear before god with no life and die your spirit man notices that the body is sick and I cannot live in this body again so I have to check out the heart has filled, the body has had this that's how, when the, body, the spirit man senses that the body cannot contain him again he just lives out Because nobody would like to live in a dilapidated building. For God so loved the world. Thank you, Holy Brother, You, Jesus, and me must now become his voice and tell others, so that through the help of the Holy Spirit Others can also know him and be saved. God loves the arm He loves the weed He loves the morally upright and immorally what? Uh, immorally what? unupright. He loves all. If you love Barabbas, I pray today if you wear a cross don't just wear a cross let him who died on it be in your heart I pray that today me and you will live for him and ask him to help us to stop the bad and foolish things that we don't like I pray today me and you will tell others about this Jesus. May we send his love to a cry. We are not just a Labadi church. We are an LA church. It's an Accra church. Let's send his love to come to man's. On the hill let's be one of Thank you for listening to The Refreshing Word with Bishop David Alley. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, LA, opposite the LA Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on 233-505-304-337. God bless you.